Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Joining me on the program is Chief Bill Wilson. He is, of course, Jody Wilson-Raybould's father. Chief Wilson, thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you for calling me. As you were watching and listening to your daughter speak as Canada's former Attorney General on Wednesday about how she was pressured by the PM, the PMO, the Principal Secretary to the PM, the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, the Clerk of the Privy Council, and at least one senior federal minister, what were you thinking? Out of standard Ottawa routine, I, I spent a number of years out there, not as an elected MP, but as a native Indian politician. And I, I know how the system operates, and it's a question of, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Uh, if you don't, I'll bring some pressure to bear upon you, and I'll show you why it's in your interest to act in my interest. And, you know, that's the way it continues to go. But I was extremely proud of Jody's uh, preparedness. I mean, I've always been proud of her since she popped out of the room. And, uh, you know, she's never been anything but uh, thorough in the way she goes. And she's a, obviously a great public speaker. They clearly underestimated her. Well, I think they deliberately do that. You know, the facade of, uh, you know, this is a woman's cabinet. This is something we're balanced. Uh, we're going to do reconciliation with the Indians. Uh, you know, we're going to walk on the water if that's what you want us to do. I mean, it's all image and image building. And sadly, a great deal of politics, as you very well know, is based on image, not on substance. And I think what we have seen clearly uh, is almost a misogynistic uh, approach from a guy who said he was a feminist uh, to either on his part or on the part of the people behind him, you know, to now start to discredit, you know, a, a very powerful, uh, intelligent woman who happens to be a native, who happens to be the first justice minister Indian people have ever had. He doesn't seem to be able to get into a constructive uh, exchange with her, and instead, the innuendo has now begun, and the attacks have begun. And what he said was uh, was, was afterward, uh, he completely quote disagrees with the former attorney general's characterization of events. And and when I listened to that, I thought he's he's trying to say that she made she's making things up. Well, there's no question he called her a liar. You know, he's uh, done a number of things to her. Uh you know, kicked her in the teeth uh, when she was the justice minister for this very reason of not granting a favor to uh, political friends and then demoting her to uh, Veterans Affairs, as important her portfolio as that, and then treating her almost as shabby. But you've got to remember, this is the ninth story this particular prime minister has had as his version of the facts of what really went on. And unless we get him under oath uh, and uh, have him cross-examined, we're never going to know exactly what went on, but I do know for a fact, and you must have seen it as the other people have seen it, you know, the credibility of a woman who has not only taken minute to minute, but day to day notes and documents and uh, told us exactly what happened. But I really believe that they think that they can discredit her, one, because she's a woman, that's the major thing, but also because she's a native Indian and that she will bow to that kind of pressure. I find it very, very insulting, not only for Indians, but for, for women in general, I mean, the, and then not, the other day uh, we have this guy from Matsqui uh, come out and uh, say that I'm pulling Jody's strings. I mean, I mean, nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, she's been her own person since she was a little baby. 
You know, I don't know anybody that would pull her strings. She's not one of the, the puppets like uh, the Department of Indian Affairs chiefs or Perry Bellegarde or other people who will do almost anything for an honorarium. You know, Chief, when I heard that uh, that comment made by that MP, I thought if somebody who's uh, relatively in the back benches is making commentaries like that, then somewhere along the way the green light's been given. Well, you've got to know something. Is You must have noticed that he was reading... I mean, if it's a sincere apology from the heart, uh, why would he have to read it? But obviously it was written for him by somebody in the prime minister's office for him to read. And if they can get away with this little bit of stuff, what more can they get away with? You know how politics works as well as I do. You tell a big enough lie long enough and loud enough, eventually it becomes the truth. And and we will see very soon, in fact, when Butts gets up, he will say in so many words, you know, that Jody was very handsome, beautiful, talented, but she didn't seem up to the task because she seemed to cave into what essentially was the pressure of the moment. I can just hear him saying that now. And, uh, you know, of course, then he'll get his ambassadorship to France or where it is he's, his friend wants to send him. And we will never know the truth unless uh, he's placed under oath. Well, Mr. Trudeau has to be there. I mean, he ha- he has to be heard from. He has to be he has to testify. I don't think for Canadians anything less is going to be acceptable. You, you, you know what I think, and, and like I had some admiration for him. I have never met him. I did meet his father on twenty four or twenty five occasions in an you know, official basis. I've never ever met him socially, but I, I had a great deal of respect for his father because I thought his father was the smartest and most intellectual white politician I've ever met. He and Rennie Levesque and Hatfield were three of the people I considered to be equals of mine. But then many of them I did not consider to be to have that intellectual depth. And I'm afraid his son did not get any of that kind of talent, even though I thought Trudeau was a bit of a, a bit of an ass on many times. And nevertheless, he was smart. So much for uh, reconciliation. Exactly. And, that, you know, isn't that the tragedy, uh, despite the fact that here we have a clear-cut violation, to me anyway, of the rule of law, and, and who do we resort to to protect us? A Native Indian woman whose people have been subject to the abuse of those same laws. Funny, I mean, it is hilarious to me, and it makes such a mockery out of his, his phony campaign to, you know, put lipstick on the south lips of a the Department of Indian Affairs, which spends $38 billion this year alone on Indian suffering, and less than nine cents of a dollar ever gets to the Indians. And the suffering, the bad water, the lousy health conditions, educational conditions still continue to exist and, in fact, get worse despite the fact that we have a huge bureaucracy spending huge money on our behalf, and it never gets there. It gets to the contractors, the lawyers, the henchmen, uh, the, the leeches like uh, facilitators and other people who bleed on the suffering of our people. If it wasn't for the suffering of our people, they wouldn't be making half a million dollars a year. Chief Olson, one of the things that I keep going back to, and we played the clip just before you and I started talking, and that is your daughter saying, I trusted him. Yeah, that was a mistake. But it wasn't a mistake. I mean, she was born and raised to, uh, you know, be trusting a people who, and give them 100% credit. Uh, you know, she was raised in, in order to ensure that, uh, you know, it was a relationship based on love and trust. And, uh, you know, clearly, uh, you know, she uh, 
didn't have it reciprocated. Have you had an opportunity to speak with your daughter since Wednesday? No, I have not. You plan to? I would love to. Uh, she's a little busy, though. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. How- she will be back, I understand, this week, and uh, and, and uh, perhaps we can uh, we'll, we'll get together. But you see, one of the things that really, really bothered me about this idiot from Matsqui, uh, Jat Sidhu, saying that I was pulling strings, um, the reality is that Jody's an individual. Jody's been a been a woman since you know she was a teenager, and she's been an individual, free-thinking person. You know, far from my influence, although she has her mother's influence and my mother's influence and some of my teaching, but she's her own person. That should have been obvious to anyone that watched her stand up and and confront like three hours or three hours of questioning, and. You know, it's just amazing to me that somebody like that could be so misogynistic as to insult her, one, because she's a woman, but I don't have any question about the fact that it was because she's a native as well. And coming from a minority group, it always reminds me that you can stay in power if you get the minority groups to fight with each other, divide and conquer, get them to destroy themselves, and you can stay on the throne. Let me ask you this question. You said you'd uh, spoken with Pierre Trudeau on a number of occasions. And so that takes us back to the 1980s, and uh, here we are in 2019. How have things changed for First Nations communities between well, the time of it was Pierre Trudeau? With, uh, with, with the young Trudeau, he showed a great deal of promise. He came out, and I was surprised with his cabinet, uh, and you know, being half uh, half of them being women, and then my daughter being appointed to the highest law enforcement officer in the country, and uh, him talking about reconciliation and doing something about the Department of Indian But I was very, very quickly disappointed when he put the rights portfolio, which should have belonged with the Attorney General, down into the Department of Indian Affairs, the lower echelons of cabinet seniority. I mean, Indian Affairs is treated even worse than Veterans Affairs. It's one below in terms of precedent. And so what went on was he continued to fuel, you know, the misery industry, which I've spoken of, is $38 billion per year that goes into non-Indian hands, lawyers, consultants, facilitators, bureaucrats, builders, other people. And yet if you go on to any Indian reserve in this country, 65% of them don't have drinkable water. Our people are unemployed, they're on drugs, they're on welfare, they're on minority positions. I would have to live in an area which is fortunate that our people still made money out of the fishing industry, and we're a very prosperous area. Prosperous area. But the reality is that most Aboriginal people don't exist in those conditions. And since Trudeau, when I confronted him, and, and I, I know I bested him in 1983, uh, the conditions have worsened. You know, they certainly worsened under Harper, Nine and a half years of Jacronian right-wing uh, racist policies that brought Indian people back to almost the 1950s, and now we're contemplating uh, a new regime under Harper Light. Uh, you know, this goes round and round and round, and yet the Indians continue to suffer because they're an industry that nobody has to show any progress of. If you, uh, Roy, were an employee of mine and you didn't show any progress, I would fire you just as if I would expect you to do that for me if I wasn't showing any progress. The Department of Indian Affairs has spent billions and billions and billions of dollars every year, and our people have not progressed one iota. Uh, I, I I don't know if this question is relevant, but it's asked all the time, so... I'll ask it. Do you think she will run for the Liberals again if if, he's, if Justin Trudeau signs her papers? I think she 
issue? Well, yes. Yeah, uh, that, that clearly is one of the issues. I mean, he has, he has that authority over at least, uh, you know, if he doesn't sign her papers, then of course she isn't uh, eligible for the liberal largesse uh, campaign money. And Jody is not a wealthy individual except in talent and looks. Uh, she would be able to, I doubt, able to finance that kind of campaign. But I, I would recommend to her that she run again, even if she has to run as an independent. I would hope that she doesn't run as a as a conservative or an NDP because we've seen what the conservatives have done. We've seen provincially what the liberals have, or the liberals, Socrates, and NDP have done to Indian people. Uh, they have been just as bad as the uh, the draconian tendencies of Harper. Well, let me ask you this question. We have about a minute left, uh, Chief Wilson. I'm going to be speaking with Andrew Shear after the break at the bottom of the hour. What do you want to see? What what should the Conservative Party do now? What what's their responsibility in all of this? Uh, resign, uh, give all the money that they're raising to fight the next campaign directly to every Indian in the country on a per capita basis. Get rid of the Department of Indian Affairs. Stop wasting our time and money doing this. He said, she said, you know, my dad's bigger than your dad kind of thing. The reality is that uh, I don't. I've never met the man. I've never met Young Trudeau either. But to me, it makes me sick when they they're arguing over our land, our rights, our resources, while our people suffer, and they aren't doing anything. And his government under Harper, and he is considered now to be Harper light, were the most draconian, as I said, and I love that word. Back to the the past kind of treatment of Aboriginal people. You should tell him to be honest and maybe have some policies in regard to when he does get elected, if in fact he does get elected, to create a super ministry that puts under the thumb of a powerful minister like Jody Wilson, although she's not a conservative, I doubt ever will be, the opportunity to make decisions about government, true opportunities. Don't give it to the armpit of government and pretend that the any change is going to take place. Well, I'll tell you this. If Indian I, people need to make decisions for themselves. If I were the leader of the Conservative Party and I was elected Prime Minister of Canada, your daughter would have a very prominent position dealing with the issues that required to be dealt with, and she'd get a free hand, too. Um, well, I tell you, if I was the Prime Minister, I'd have to resign and let her do it. Chief Wilson, it's great speaking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.